What is going on guys? It is your boy Callie Mac on the track. Never whack bring it back and we are here. Strass sit down. Episode 19, baby. We out here. I actually got the episode number right today. <laughs> <laughs> no stutters or nothing. I'm a little happy about that. That's good. <laughs> only, only took 19 episodes, man. Only yeah. took 19 episodes, but we finally there. I'm gonna probably fuck it up tomorrow too. Or next week, but we out here anyway, you feel me? Um I'm here with the Straw Hat crew as usual, you know. We got the Gang, we got D3 in the building. What's going on, man? What's good, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. We got a Mr. G in the building. What's up? What's good, everybody? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Straw Hat Mod, that boy in the building. What's up, man? What's good, everyone? And last but not least, of course, that boy Wyhus. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's good, man? I'm happy yes, to sir, be. Yes, sir. We are out here today. Uh, chapter break. Uh, Golden Week in Japan. So, mm-hmm. Shonen Jump is paused. Anime is all paused. I mean, so. We don't have a chapter to give you guys today, or a chapter review to give you guys, but instead, my wonderful Straw Hat crew members decided to draw up a little something different for you guys today. We have a large pool of theories for One Piece, ranging from the plausible to the outlandish. (laughs) And today... <laughs> and today we are gonna go over each one of these theories and rank it in its list. Um, we're gonna go over each theory. We're gonna talk about it a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, and then after we discuss it a little bit, we'll give it a rank from S to D, and we'll do it like that. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna let uh Straw Hat and Whitehouse handle it from here because they drew up the doc, the tier list, they did everything. I don't know nothing about theory, so I'm gonna be hearing this for the first time with a lot of y'all. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, same. Yeah, this so, is how y'all get into it, man. This is how y'all get into it's it. It's just man. like that. So yeah, <laughs> let me know how we how we gonna do this. Yeah, we'll I know, like a three. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Callie, for the intro, man. Um, actually, super hyped to be you know taking lead today. But so we'll just get right into it. So I guess we'll start like Sharad said. We'll go through the the tier list. Um, and whoever, whichever picture is first up. So, uh, try you just if you if there's a theory that you want to talk about, please go ahead or just jump in and every any theory you want to. Um, so let's just get right into it. So first off, I guess you know it's funny that that one's first. So that picture right there, that Luffy with the Doflamingo sunglasses. What's what's funny about that is that it's actually a picture of a creator on Twitter and YouTube. It's a guy named Artur Library of Ahara. That's his profile picture, and I just have his picture. Yeah, there. yeah, I have his picture up there because. Um, this theory it's actually one and two and he made this whole like hours and hours long playlist on youtube that has his major theories about the show and actually his theory about what one piece is and actually what the funnily enough about 10 because we just watched just watched episode 10 15 it's the his theory on what luffy and rogers secondary dream is that they trailed off and they never finished in that episode so his theory posits um let me just look on the doc his theory is, uh, it posits what that dream is and what exactly One Piece is. It's pretty far down on the dock, and I only have a few points about it. Um, which, which, what's it called? You'll see his, you'll see his picture with Luffy and the Dolphin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All I gotta do is literally it's look called at Luffy it. and Roger's second dream. So, secondary I'll start dream. with the dream. So, the dream, first off, is that Luffy's and Roger's secondary dream is that he wants to have a party with the entire world and every race and everyone in it. So... Obviously, that sounds stupid as hell, but if you remember when he, Luffy told Ace and Sabo, they laughed at him. You know, they thought it was something childish. And I actually really like that point because it's something that has to be a bit wild and maybe on some clown shit. And that's why I really like that. It's I, I like as much as I think that's a cute. It sounds it sounds dumb. At, it sounds dumb at first, but honestly, like it, it, don't, it has it kind of has to be something that you would laugh at. Right. Like because that's. Reason- 
and yeah. also to jump in to also add on to that, not to necessarily say whether I support if that's actually the uh the- if the theory is actually real or not, but to support that said theory, you also have to remember most likely what Roger and and Luffy said that where it was cut off to where we don't actually know what they said and everybody just looked at them like kind of weird or whatever. You got to remember it couldn't be something as something like I'm going to be the pirate king because. Luffy and Roger, or Luffy especially, has said that countless of times. Why would they need to bleep that out yeah. right there at those points? Yeah, it is one hundred percent something secondary. It's not like you know I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna get to the end of the Grand Line or whatever. It's something secondary. It's something, and it, it almost seems like they're saying once because I think uh, Roger said once I get to Raftel, and then I will da da da. So. Something secondary, something that we don't know, and I think this is actually a, a pretty interesting uh, point because, and if you look to the second, to the next point, uh, the next uh, subtitle down, Cali, is that it's some uh, the idea of One Piece has to be something that connects people together, right? So the second part of his theory is what One Piece actually is, and One Piece, in his opinion, is going to be uh, bottles of sake or alcohol, and specifically the Binks is sake, the person Binks. So Binks sake is an important song these days, especially considering. Current events such as you know the drums of liberation that Zanisha mentioned, the increasingly important motif and ideal of the sun in One Piece. There's a line in the in Mink Sake. It's something to the effects of uh, "Beat the drums and the morning sun will rise." So something clearly is important. They all, the Pirate King sang the song as they were heading to Raftel, and it's something clearly important to this degree. We don't know exactly what, but. It's something important, and One Piece being something like sake is is great for the theory because it means it's something to be shared, something to be enjoyed at said party that he would Luffy and them would have. That is and, his idea of what One Piece is. And what to add on on top of that as well, we also come to find out that like Oda actually loves the Big Bing Sake song. Like it's a uh, it's 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 fair to say that that's like his most favorite song uh, when it comes to like. Uh, not even just One Piece, but just like in general, because I think that song is uh, crap. What, what what do you say? I think it's I think it's a song that they normally uh um play in like uh I don't remember what type of schools, but certain schools they that's like a a popular like musical song to for people to sing along to and stuff. And I think that was a big part of his childhood or when he was uh, younger so it's highly pop- probable that that could potentially be the one piece you know yeah, so it's it's a, it's a big theory of this guy Artur. he's a huge one piece theorist and has done so much for the community so that's a that's his theory right there there's probably a bit more that we're missing but you know short notice so let us know what, d3 uh, d3 uh, cali mister what do you guys think so i think uh, that the the party thing is mad cute it made me smile. <laughs> he said it's mad cute. It made me very, smile. It's very Luffy. It's very, you know. Yeah, it is. Right, right? Yeah, it does make a lot of sense for, like, that to be a part of Luffy. I think that would be sick. I like that a lot. And, and then, like, you know, um, almost every arc, they end in a party. Yeah. You know, he's bringing joy to everywhere he stops by. So, it, 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 I like, I like this theory a lot. Cool. Now, specifically, what about the, be, being, the one piece being Vinx's sake? That's kind of the most outlandish part, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like, I don't like it's definitely that. a little bit more outlandish. Yeah, I'm, um, go ahead. I'm not. Oh, I'm not big on that one just because I have my own idea about what I think the One Piece is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, but wait, but well, the way we're supposed to grade it, I think it's like 
it's not necessarily whether you believe it or not, whether it, but um, d- d- does it sound solid enough to you to where the the, the most solid are like S tier, like where it's like, sure, you may still disagree, but it sounds really, really good. And there could be some credence behind it. Whereas like the lowest letter, that's like, oh, that's just like, not only is it trash, but like, just get it out of here. Like, that. <laughs> That's outlandish as fuck, like type thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is one theory together, right? Because I like the yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put it up together. And the big sake is like a separate thing. But yeah, the big sake definitely ties the the brings the theory, the theory down a little bit. Yeah. I, I think I think it has to be one theory, especially because the the sake thing ties into it being a party. You know, it's like yeah. That was just about to say that. that. That's why it's like a thing. But go ahead and rank it. What do y'all feel? Maybe I give it a B. B. Yeah, I like B. I like B for I, like I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. All right. Next one. Oh. Uh, this Blackbeard picture. Uh, let me go to the tier list. Oh, the Blackbeard picture. Oh, uh, this is one of the bottom ones towards the end. We don't have any writing about it, but uh, Shah, that's the, that's the steal, that's the that's the stealing method. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll cover this one. So, um, this theory is basically I think it's called like the Blackbeard uh, absorption theory. So, as everyone knows, he has two devil fruits. One of the things, though, is that we don't know how he got Whitebeard's devil fruit. Obviously, he put the coat up. Um, his team put the coat up. He did something. Boom, he got the devil fruit. This theory, the idea behind it is that Blackbeard, he uh, not only knew previously, like way before... Um, What's his name? Thatch. Before Thatch actually got the uh, fruit, how to uh, claim devil fruits from uh, uh, bodies of people. Also knows how to implement them straight into uh, whatever he wants, including his own body for a secondary fruit, or just to know how to properly steal a devil fruit to where it's not like, you know, because, you know, in the One Piece world, technically, we don't know fully how a devil fruit is transmitted we do have that scene where in punk hazard after crap what is that thing's name again uh smiley yeah Yeah. or yeah yeah, smiley when it was destroyed it got uh, its essence transferred into an apple but we still don't know if it transferred into an apple because of the fact that uh uh the original devil fruit was an apple or if it was because it was the closest fruit nearby Smiley, so therefore it transferred into that fruit, taking on possibly a potentially a completely different form. Um, this theory is that Blackbeard, he killed Thatch, and uh, the thing is, Thatch, he, the theory is that Thatch already ate the devil fruit but, uh, before Blackbeard killed him. And the reason why is because uh, when you actually you actually see the animated clip um, of Blackbeard like killing Thatch, not explicitly, of course, like it didn't actually like show him stabbing him or whatever. But the theory points out that if Blackbeard, because probably most people believe this, if Blackbeard actually had like took the devil fruit instead of absorbing it or taking it from Thatch's body. Why didn't we see the devil fruit after Blackbeard killed Thatch? And that it seems pretty suspicious. So the idea is that Blackbeard 
actually tested out his theory through Thatch and killed him and had a fruit that uh, resembled the uh, original fruit. And it, its essence got transferred into that. And then he and then he ate the fruit, whereas like most people believe that like Thatch did not eat the fruit, but he had already did eat it, and then he killed him right there. Also at um at Marine Ford, when uh Blackbeard appeared and then he uh, did his thing, his crew killed Whitebeard and stuff like that. The uh. The devil fruit crap. What was it again? The devil fruit. It had two. Uh, 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 let's see. Oh, okay. So the devil fruit. It had two. Um, no, 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 not the devil fruit. But his devil fruit. He might have had fruits. You know how he absorbs. Uh, and can absorb different objects and stuff into his body mm -hmm. and then spew them out. He had devil fruits and the reason why the black curtain was upon him was because he had a bunch of devil fruits that he pulled out and then randomly, you know, tried to see if it fit which devil fruit it had to fit the essence because he had a bunch of them and eventually it got to one of them and then it transformed into its original form because it the fruit that he had or one of the fruits he had resembled the original form. Then he ate it, and that's how he actually attained two devil fruits. Okay, so the theory is that he had he just basically went with what happened on Punk Hazard for Smiley when the, the Smiley died, and then the salamander fruit went into the fruit on the in in the in the cart of the apples. He and so he, he basically did that shit on a on a grander scale in. Not only for Thatcher, not only for the Yami Yami Nomi, but for the Whitebeard's fruit. So that's, yeah. the, that's, that's the theory in its sum. So what do you guys think about that? So, I, I have one question. I need you guys to not laugh at me. Who is Thatch? Thatch is the guy on... <laughs> he's the Whitebeard. He's, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, he's the... <laughs> He's the I tried, I tried, I tried. <laughs> I tried, I tried to. He's the uh, commander. The commander that died. Well, I wouldn't have laughed if you didn't ask me not to laugh. <laughs> right, I, I don't think I would. Until, like, yeah, it's just like, nigga so, that really like the, the chef looking dude, right? You remember yeah. in um, he was the guy that got killed by Blackbeard. The Ace went to go find Blackbeard for. Yeah, you don't need to remember. the guy that that was the guy that found yeah. the yummy yummy. Yeah, he had the I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So the theory is because you guys remember Punk Hazard when the thing died, the nigga put a bag of apples and the devil fruit. When he died, it became one of those bag, one of those apples in the bag. So the theory is that he did the same thing under the tarp in what in in Reinford and when he killed Thatch, because because he, the the person guessed that Thatch had already eaten the devil fruit. That's that's the part of the theory as well. So what do you guys think about that idea? I like that honestly. I think that's a pretty that'll make a lot of sense for Blackbird as a character. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's solid. You know, like, like yeah. honestly, it's the best lead we have, to be honest. Obviously. You're right. That's true. So I'm now, now, now that I'm thinking about like that scene, like we didn't see like a a fruit on the ground eaten or anything like that. Like so that would that would make a lot of sense. Oh lie, bro. I'm still a little confused. Oh, on what, what exactly? So what, yeah, what part of it is confusing? Uh, do you the stat the 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 bag of apples part is it? So in Punk Hazard, remember that big ass uh like 
uh, salamander thing, the slime? That uh, Caesar made, right? <laughs> no? No? It's uh, not really. I'm not going to You can just say no, yeah, bro. Punk, it's all good. Punk hazard is... is, is, is... It, it's all good, bro. It's all good. So, but do you remember the gas cloud that everyone was running from that turned people to Yeah. Stuff? So yeah, before that, that so it was originally an, an like in like some like animal thing that uh, what's his name Caesar had. But to, uh, he basically used he basically had a, like a bunch of poison and he used the method that we've seen uh, Vegapunk use. Remember the elephant with the sword or whatever, um, Frank Frank Frito, whatever it's just called. He made the poison eat a devil fruit, which is the salamander fruit. So it was walking around on Punk Hazard, and then the... and then he Vega, uh, Caesar killed that thing. To make it release the poison gas, and once he killed it, the devil fruit had to go away because it died, right? So, mm -hmm. the, and then so the punk hazard, one of the guys, one of the like scrub ass members, he purposefully threw a bag of apples on a cart near it, and once the thing died, the they like the can the scene goes back to the bag of apples, and you see one of the apples become a devil fruit. Specifically, the salamander fruit. So Wait, seen... that ass? I don't even yeah. remember this shit. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, don't, yeah, I only heard it a few years ago. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's the only yeah. way we've seen Delphrit to be reincarnated or, you know, re like replaced in the cycle or whatever. Um, so that's all the theory is, is that, that Blackbeard had this knowledge and had a bunch of fruits ready to see whichever one... Uh, you know, got transferred wiper's essence or whatever the black the wiper's fruits, and then he was ready just to eat that one instantly under the target. Right, and then on top of that, the reason why you didn't see him have fruits in the first place was because he used his uh yami yami no me to have a bunch of fruits at the ready. Because I because you seen yeah. you remember when he fought Ace, he 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 absorbed a bunch. So he's basically like caribou in the yeah. sense that like. He can take a bunch of things and then spew them out. He pro he probably spewed out a bunch of uh, fruits. I see, I see, like, I see. That's like, cool. Jujutsu Kaisen storing weapons in his shadow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I understand. So this is yeah. this isn't a theory of how he can maintain oh, two double fruits. No, yeah. just how... uh, this is just the method how behind him. There, there are yeah. some theories about that. Don't worry, yeah. they're coming up. They're coming yeah. up. Okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah, so this, this one, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, honestly. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that there. I kind of give it. A, I, me, I say an A. I agree. I, I think it's a pretty... Go with A. Yeah, I could go with A. Alright, cool. Let's try to speed by these ones that aren't too, yeah. too big. Okay. Um, I'll just... Whichever one is. So, the next one... Oh, this is one of my favorites, bro. Okay. So, this is the one... It's, it's near the top. It's like the second one. Um, you just see the Jolly Roger. Okay, so this one is a theory by my man, a good dude named 333 Bill. A very sick YouTuber coming up. His so as you guys can see by the name of the of the on the dock, it's Blackbeard has an octopus mythical zone model kraken. Now that sounds crazy at first, right? Um, and also this wasn't after the 1044 or whatever. This was way before this, so it wasn't like a knee jerk reaction to Luffy having a mythical zone, right? Yeah. Um, so it was well before. So he he wasn't like on a bandwagon or nothing. It was a really great theory. So if you look at the skull, uh, the Jolly Roger itself, there's three skulls. And the bones make eight protrusions coming out, right? So octopuses have three hearts. I didn't know that. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, Did not know that. Wow. None of y'all knew that. Okay, my buddy was telling me it's a fucking fact. Everyone knew. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm making. I'm making listen to this anyway. So octopuses have three hearts and eight tentacles. That's obviously a connection right there in between know. the flag. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, of course, knew that one. So it's in the name. So Blackbeard. Uh, we remember on versus the Roger and Whitebeard in the. Kozuki Oda flashback when their crews fought for three days. Shanks was talking about Buggy how Blackbeard hadn't slept for three days during that battle. So they were like, oh, what's with that? 
during Punk during Drum Island when Luffy and Sanji are climbing up uh, to the castle to save Nami. Luffy mentions to Sanji, he's like, "By the way, did you know people from snowy countries don't sleep?" And I think he says some something stupid about them dying if they didn't. And Sanji's like, "Bro, what are you talking about? You know?" He's like, "Oh, someone in a bar told me that, and that someone in a bar, according to what the last the last part of the theory, might have been Shanks talking about someone like Blackbeard, right?" So that's another bar and. Another thing that the reason why this is important is that octopuses don't really sleep that much. They sleep in very small, unnoticeable bursts, sometimes less than a minute. I think it's 30 to 40 seconds, something like that. That's yeah. another connection between um, octopuses and Blackbeard not having to sleep. So, and the one, um, another important thing I think is that I didn't even realize is that, so as I mentioned snowy countries, obviously snowy countries are in the north, shout out to Canada, in that <laughs> when, during Fishman Island, Hody Jones says about, remember that Kraken Surume that helped Luffy at some point? That motherfucker, Hody Jones said about it, him, he's like, why are you betraying me? I went to the northernmost reaches of the world to find you. Something like you. So octopuses in One Piece are from the north, which is interesting. Especially Krakens. And Blackbeard might have been from a snowy country since he doesn't sleep. The last important bit is that octopuses have the ability to alter their RNA slash DNA. That's just a fact that goes on the theory. And this, this, this point has a bit of um, things to explain. Vegapunk and the mad scientist group, uh, Judge, Queen, and Vegapunk. If you look at all their work, let's go to Judge, for example. There's, this, there's, a, there's a picture of Yonji talking to Sanji, and he's telling Sanji about how Vega, uh, Judge and Vegapunk found the way, or especially Vegapunk found the way to alter bloodline element, lineage factor, or DNA. They're all the same word for the same thing. He found a way to alter the bloodline element, which is what Judge was using to create clones and was editing his own children's DNA within their mom's womb, right? That's how he was making those super soldiers. That was Judge. Queen's bioweapons, they attack your bloodline element DNA or whatever. That's exactly what they do. They attack your DNA specifically to super fuck you up. And that's another reason why those mad scientists were clearly working on bloodline element. Lastly, Vegapunk. We learned in this raid that Momonosuke's devil fruit was created using Kaido's lineage factor slash DNA. We know, now we know that Vegapunk himself was messing with DNA in human cells. If you guys remember when Frankie was on, uh, during the time skip when he was on Vegapunk's lab, uh, he saw that Vegapunk was working on human cells. So we now know that Devil Fruits and DNA are clearly linked with the lineage factor or whatever. So if octopus have the ability to alter their RNA slash DNA, maybe it's an ability of the mythical zone to alter your DNA to in order to make yourself able to eat more Devil Fruits. So yeah, all in all, those are a few connections that make this guy think Blackbeard has an octopus mythical zone. I don't know if I remember. If I missed any, shy, let me know. But uh, There is one thing. So also to add on top of to that theory, if you actually go back and uh, see the chapter that Blackbeard uh, ate Whitebeard's devil fruit, and they were like, how is that possible? And Marco was saying, like, his body is different or whatever, right? If you look right next to him, the, the, one of the uh, pirates, he had an octopus hat. <laughs> so right next to him, that could have been a hit of foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah, I think on I think on a cover page or two, like it's the same thing. So yeah, like those yeah. kind of little like connections. So yeah, that, yeah, this is what do you what do you what do you guys think? So I've I've always been a big fan of the Cerberus theory. Yeah, right? same. I was just about to mention that. We'll bring that one up too. Don't worry. Yeah, but but the fact I didn't know about the the protrusions because I've been drawing a few Jolly Rogers lately. So mm -hmm. you know the fact that this one has eight protrusions that's just that's just no mere coincidence, bro. So, that's not really that got you and not the sleeping or the dna no, I mean, all, all, all that does, all that does <laughs> suck but, but i mean like, their jolly roger always represents something for you know for the captain of that crew yeah so you know like it, it's a big part of them like uh, i've been watching a show called our our flag means death and every every pirate every pirate crew 
has to have a Jolly, a Jolly Roger of of renowns and that you know that symbolizes them all together. So mm-hmm. you know, but then all the, everything else that you bring up, the the no sleep, uh, man, I think I like it more than the the Cerberus theory now. To be honest with you, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you changed your mind. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely know about the Cerberus one. I think I've heard of Octopus once or twice, but definitely makes a lot more sense. Um, the DNA, the DNA shit is interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't know about the RNA thing from Octopuses. I know that either. Shit, aren't they seen as like the al- like known as like aliens or some shit like that? Like they're very. They- and they can they camouflage with everything. I, damn, I like I like. And they don't. Yeah, and they don't really have like. I mean, I think they do have a skeleton, but it's like, it's so like flexible. Fluid? Yeah. They, yeah, they can get into anything, even yeah. like real small places, because of how like lack of a of a large skeleton they have. So it's. But they look huge, yeah. which is crazy, and that, and that yeah. makes sense with Blackbeard being how as big as he is, and all that shit. And then this motherfucker popping up everywhere because it's fucking yeah. He also, also oh, yeah. also the reason actually this may tie into the Cerberus theory as well. But both theories talk about how this is a mythical Zoan, yeah. And we both know, and we all know that Blackbeard's uh, Yami Yami is weird for being a Lokia because you know he can still get damaged. Um, some people may say, or most people attribute that to, you know, that's just Blackbeard's uh, durability, the fact that he can, uh, well, you would have to have good durability in order to take two times the pain that you normally mm. would if you if you didn't have the devil fruit. Uh, you normally wouldn't if you didn't have the devil fruit, but he still takes it. But the fact that he's still getting hit, even though Logias, they don't get hit, could mean that that's actually a mythical Zoan. That he's uh, dealing with as well. You know what I just what just hit me though? The shadow fruit also looks like ink. You know, ink with octopus and all that shit. Like, yo, <laughs> you, you sold me. You sold me. D three, D three. What do you think, bro? I think it's I think it's mad cool. Um, it makes a lot more sense than um makes a lot more sense than the service theory. The service theory yeah. makes sense, but um yeah, that's not I think the um. The Kraken fruit makes a lot more sense, and it kind of like puts different things in perspective for me about Blackbeard as a, as a character. It just kind of makes me excited to see like more of in-game also, One Piece. Also, oh, in, uh, in like pirate mythology, Blackbeard at one point controlled the Kraken. The Kraken. So, yeah. and, and the Kraken uh, being a big. Wait, ain't no way. Wait, really? Facts. Yeah. yeah. Holy and, shit! And you also have the fact that uh, like. One of the big adversaries for all pirates in general is the Kraken. Is so, the Kraken? Yeah, that, that's yeah, one of the that, greatest uh, mysteries, the mythical legends of the of the deep. S-tier. The Kraken. S tier. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, S-tier. Oh yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, that's I think we, got our, we definitely got our first S tier. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of this theory. And a huge fan yeah, of this no, theory. that theory is actually ridiculous. Definitely yeah. S tier. Sure. Next up, we got the Scrubass Cerberus theory. No, I'm playing. Oh, <laughs> So we got, so I don't. We got I don't have Cerber- much to say about it. Maybe if you guys know more, I don't really know too much about it. I mean, we got the Cerberus theory, and I, I'm everyone here knows what it is. But does someone yeah. want to go through it? They just in case someone in the audience don't know. 
So it's, um, it's honestly a lot similar to to the to the, to the other one, right? How um, yeah. a big part of both theories is the rule rule of three. People people would yeah. say about the order loves to do like three admirals, you know, um, the three supernova, like Luffy, Kid, and Law. Stuff three like that. unique devil fruits, three exactly. hockeys, all that other stuff, and in this case, three heads, yeah. three skulls. Um, it's just it's it is pretty much similar to the Kraken theory. It's just a different mythical Zoan. Um, oh, the reason why there's some creed that people feel like there's some credence behind this one is because yeah, like why has said the three's everything, but there has also been shown that the Severus is actually real one in um one piece because if you remember in thriller bark uh uh nami zop and someone else maybe chopper or someone else yeah yeah they were getting chased around by a cerberus yeah there's the picture on the dock (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and on and then on top of that the judge from uh what is it called yeah and he's lobby had three heads yeah true so that could have also been foreshadowing for a cerberus but Mostly, that's it's similar. So you know, we can probably go ahead and rank this one. What do y'all think? So, Dieter, go ahead. You go first. I was I was just gonna say I think it's like just a solid B tier theory. I don't think there's a lot to it. It's just kind of. I so I think there's actually more to it, right? This because I really like the Cerberus theory. Um, I'm into Greek mythology. Cerberus, whenever uh they move in on the underworld, they create earthquakes, right? They're already in the underworld. That's with the hell of shadows that that uh, Blackbeard has, and uh, shadows also could be like the darkness could be seen as a a portal to the underworld. Then also, why did he want Ace's Devil Fruit so badly? Because the Cerberus also has fire. You know, it's always spewing out fire and shit on all three heads. So that's another reason why, like, I thought it was a you know, for like a long time. I I, w- I could have sworn. That would that he would have the service fruit. That's why it would explain why he's able to have the other two fruits, and we know that he had the service fruit beforehand. Um, also, service is also known as the uh, guard dog of hell. What is Luffy now? The sun god, sun and darkness. This that whole that you know. So and also Luffy looks like a Greek god. There we go again, bringing up you know the whole Oda bringing in Greek mythology. He was using lightning. He was using lightning too. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, yeah. I didn't think about that. Um, he definitely so, has the Apollo and, slash Hermes type of. Uh, and then with uh, Zeus in the last uh, one, and also yep. uh, Cerberus has the rings around their eyes in uh, certain interpretations of Cerberus, which Luffy has, and also Emu has, and it it could lead into like tying into everything with Emu later on. But I think it's deeper than than. Uh, than what it is but that's just me though. yeah and uh, and those are all solid things uh personally i will put it in like a for me because if let's say if we don't feel like it's as, it's as good as the kraken one right i don't think it's like it, it it has the same core like the same core as the kraken one just yeah. not as like just certain details are different so yeah. for me it's 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 either somewhat close or like a tier yeah me. i think it's a bit better than b I, what is a bit? I definitely think it's still B tier. I think it's still sleep, but I will take my <laughs> minority vote. Put it in A tier. Okay, wait, let's compromise. Because I, I still think it's a B tier. I'm not going to lie. So let's put it at the top of B tier. 
I'm a oh, BTR. Yeah. We don't got a rank for it's BTR. I do think it's a bit of a BTR. I feel like a lot of what y'all say was like a little bit of a reach. I'm not going to count. Because I feel like A right there, like A is something that has evidence and credence about the, you know, the method about stealing devil fruits. And that's all the method we know. So it makes sense that Blackbeard did that, right? So it's oh, it's pretty solid, really. It's something we could just extrapolate. I feel like B is a bit more like theory theory, you know? Yeah. Uh, next up on the tier list is oh, oh my god, I got this, this one. One's cursed. This one's I got this. I got this one. Oh I got boy. this one. Oh, I man. got this one. This is for me. This is for me. This is for me. All right. All right. So. <laughs> yep. Yes. It's cursed. It's cursed. It's cursed. All right. So. Yeah. What? What? How mind blown would you would you be if I told you that crocodile was is potentially at one point a woman and not just any woman but potentially luffy's mom oh, oh no okay <laughs> it's so bad oh, it's so no cursed way. bro it's so destroyed me the woman thing i had a feeling right because i think the woman thing is just facts i think the woman yeah. thing is just facts yeah, but yeah. this 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 is okay you gotta show all right go ahead Shahid. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm on board i'm on board yeah so I'm not go on board. On, I need to hear this. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's such a reach to me. I'm yeah, just this like, is crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry, please. So this theory definitely came into credence. I around the time that Impel Down was, um, uh, the arc at the time, because Ivankov wanted Crocodile to help them out, and Crocodile had no necessary motives to help them out and Ivankov in order to force Crocodile's hand said that you don't want me to tell everybody about your secret do you and and Crocodile was it was shocked and was like you wouldn't dare and Ivankov was like basically don't try me <laughs> I will tell people so that was to keep Crocodile in line and to force him to help. What now? When this happened, the th the community was in an uproar to figure out what this secret was, and when and what secret is it that he doesn't want no one to know, anyone, but it's something unique that only Ivankov, out of all people, know. The only thing that that can help people put two two together is the possibility that Crocodile was at one point a woman. And Ivankov turned her into a man because Ivankov has the ability to do so. Yes. So that's where that comes in with the whole idea that Crocodile was a woman. And then on top of that, to add to it to being Luffy's mother is because, well, one, Crocodile, it was, an, it, it was enough to make him help Luffy throughout the entirety of the Marine Four arc. When Crocodile went to go kill Whitebeard and Luffy jumped into the way and Crocodile was like, you know, why are you helping Whitebeard and stuff? And Luffy was like, you know, stop it. I, you know, I care about him because Ace cares about him and stuff. Nor now, normally, Crocodile is a pretty vengeful guy. So, like, he, he, he will fuck up anyone that gets in his way. And he did that to anyone else that got in his way at the, at the, uh, at the war. When Luffy did it, he, you know, he didn't get revenge. He didn't like say like, "What the fuck? I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack you now," like or anything like that. And in fact, later on down the line, he risked his life to save Luffy from Akainu too. On top of that, 
That's true. And also risked his uh life when um they brought the bridges up. Oh, not the bridge, but the uh the gates of justice. The, yeah, the gates of justice. When they brought those up and Luffy skyrocketed over the gates of justice, uh Crocodile got over there to uh help him out and everything. So that's what and also on top of that, you know, some some the fact I think it's also too because of the potential fact that Crocodile got black hair, Luffy got black hair and other things. And also if you think back to when Crocodile was fighting Luffy, it kind of felt like a schooling lesson uh, to some people because of the fact that Crocodile, he was telling Luffy about the dangers of the world and the fact that... Like teaching him as, uh, as they're fighting? Yeah. Yeah. So so that's how some people interpret it. So that's a theory. What do y'all think? Yeah, I, okay, I just want to amend one thing. I think that I think that interpretation at the end is like kind of shaky because he fucking stabbed him. And two, uh, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Two, oh, yeah, 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 I think I think that another bigger thing for people was that um, when it's revealed that Luffy's dragon son, uh, like I, I don't know if I'm I don't want to like say it if I'm in case I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember there being like a panel of Crocodile being like, whoa, obviously everyone's surprised and shit, but that's that how and then later on in the end of the war he saves particularly Jinbei and Luffy from a cane at the end. He's like, if you want to protect something, do it right. Um, so that's like a huge step in that he really didn't have to do. Like at the end of the day, they got some reinforcement. They did everything Ivankov wanted them to do. Um, and if like if Crocodile didn't save them there, Ivankov wouldn't have been like, "Yo, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why'd you why'd you why'd you sell out there?" Um, you know, it would have been an understandable fuck up. It's a canoe, right? So he risked his life to do that anyway and still save Luffy. So that's the big thing for people. Not like, I feel like assuming he knew during April Down before that is kind of like shaky. But after Dragon, that's all I'm sorry, all I'm saying he saved him. So now, what do you guys think? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like I, uh, like I can understand Crocodile being a woman. That is, yeah, a, yeah. that's fine. But the the reasoning that he's his mom, she's his mom because she saved him. Like that's that's kind of goofy. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like that's not it. I think that doesn't make sense to me personally. Like I feel like it's just one of those things where you know Luffy. Inspired Crocodile to be like, damn, this nigga ain't as bad as I thought, you know, let me help him out. I don't think it's like, oh, it's my son, I gotta save him. <laughs> so it's like, that's that's gotta be like F tier for me. Wait, the theory in total, though, the theory in total, though, like, like both those combined, right? Eh. <laughs> eh. The woman thing is still pretty outlandish. I guess you could make somewhat of a merit for it. Um,. I had a feeling with the woman. Still think it's kind of. Still think it's a little outlandish, but yeah, I the guess it's plausible. Well, yeah, the mom thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. So the mom <laughs> thing yeah. brings the, brings the whole thing down a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah yes. absolutely. Yeah, a lot. I, I, actually, I actually agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely agree. We, like, yeah, so I don't, I don't think that that's Luffy's uh, mom either. But we had to have, we had to have something in iconic. Here. It's too iconic. Yeah, it's too iconic. Be, yeah, it's time. a, it's an iconic community theory. Just because, like, I, I don't even think a lot of the community even still believes that to this day. But that was like such a big thing back in the day that that's like a big meme now. Yeah. So Crocodile we mom. had to throw it in here. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say though, um, like there must be a reason as to why if Cro- Crocodile was a woman, as to why they they, they you know changed to be like are they trying to run away from something or or, or sure. what? Like we don't know. So yeah, we know like we know his ideas about like being betrayed and you know yeah. like you have, you can't trust anyone. So that's an interesting thing. 
Um, but yeah, we just don't know. But yeah, for the woman thing, I think it's a very plausible. I actually kind of low key believe it. Um, yeah, I, I can really see it being true. Thing. Yeah, but the Krakow model definitely brings it down. Since it's tied together, what rank are we giving it, man? C or D? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I think it's I like give a it D. Yeah, I'm at the bottom of the bottom, but yeah, it's All right, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. All right, cool. Um, low key, if we could try and run through these a little bit quicker, yeah, yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, only yeah, got through like five in an hour. And we got oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of them to go. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. Okay, so there is. Uh, let's just go to the the one Cali, the the fourth one on your on yours, the Elbaf. Well, it's, it's like it's like a coastline right there. Yeah, that one. Alamo's dome. Yeah. Yeah. So that one um, is pretty middle. It's like middle through the document. There's like four pictures for it. Um, so if we look at those, so it's just a treasure sheet atom on Elbaf, I think. Um, yeah, just keep going. Okay, right there. So, so if you look at these these uh, these pictures, right? So this first one right here uh, is the underneath. It's Fishman Island, actually. It's underneath the Savoy Archipelago, and you see those white and black cylinders like coming down, right? Um, those are actually the roots of the treasure. Is the sunlight tree Eve? That's how that's how Fishman Island gets its sunlight. The roots absorb sunlight from above and come all the way down to the bottom of the sea. That's how they get their sunlight. That's one of that's one of the two big the even atom trees that that have both been mentioned. The atom tree is. Uh, the how Frankie got the wood material for oh, the yeah. Thousand Sunny and the and Tom got it for the Goro Jackson or Oro Jackson for Rogers ship. So we know that that's how the roots look for the Southern Tree Eve. The next picture is the coastline of Elbaf, and it's in during Big Mom's flashback. The in the background you see some you see something very similar coming up. I guess going up right. Um, on the island, which looks similar to those roots. Uh, and then keep going down, Kelly. And so these next two pictures is another picture of the coastline, and uh, in the this green, this actual picture from the anime is what Frankie like when they when he was talking about the atom tree when he's talking about the wood to get for the the ship. That was what the picture was showing. So this tree that looks similarly to this big ass tree here shown on Elbaf. Um, so basically, you are saying that this treasure tree atom is on Elbaf based on these two pictures. Um, so what do you guys think? I think it's a pretty simple theory and pretty solid in my opinion. Um. I like it. Pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel indifferent about it. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a crazy theory. It's pretty simple, and it, it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, it's like a solid B-tier theory. I mean, I have no argument against it. Yeah. Yeah, mister? I agree. Uh, I'd put cool. it on B as well. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Callie, next up, let's go to the one. You see the, the fifth one on your screen. Uh, Emo? Yeah, yeah. So this one is like pretty high up. I feel like on the list, maybe like, uh, oh yeah, it's like fourth. So, Joy Boy being a giant, uh, what's with the huge hat and Marie So, uh, mod, if you want to get into anything, please just let me know. So, uh, in if you look at the promise that Joy Boy had on Fishman Island to the previous Poseidon, and the Poseidon I believe is born every like few hundreds of years, right? The last yeah. Poseidon. Um, was a minute ago, and Joy Boy. It was. It was actually. I. I think I messed up the date. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't even mention. Okay, good. So the last Poseidon was from eight hundred years ago or so, but the Void Century was like nine hundred years ago, um, or something to that effect. So basically, the the points from where we knew Joy Boy existed to this uh, apology to the original to the last Poseidon that had a huge long span, longer than a regular human lifetime. I feel like in One Piece at least. Um, because we see old people at like 70 and 80. Anyway, so it's like more, I feel like it was more than 100 years, a pretty long lifespan for someone to be active and doing their thing. That's how we knew Joy Boy was active at least for that long. So the date between the apology and the, the voice century is uh, 
indicative of him having a longer lifespan. One thing we know who have people who have longer lifespans is Giants. Giants live to be like 300 or something like that. So that could be an, that could be a factor that plays into him potentially being a giant. The second point is that allies of the ancient kingdom are all different races. The Shandians had a, um, a rogue pornoglyph. Fishman, there was a there's a rogue pornoglyph on Fishman Island um, before it was before it disappeared. There, the Minks have a rogue pornoglyph, right? Uh, Shandians don't have a rogue pornoglyph. Excuse me, they have a regular pornoglyph. That, that one, funnily enough, talks about Poseidon under the sea. So that's another um, link between Fishman and the Shandians. So we know that the ancient kingdoms have the the, the races that are supposed to help them are different races and not, not human specifically. They're all different races. Lastly, there's a giant hat in Marijo that looks like it's been frozen or, you know, uh, like some sort of cryo chamber or something like that. And it's been there for a long, long time. And it's huge if you'd like compare it to Emu's body. So people think based on this theory that this is Joy Boy's hat and he was a giant. That's basically the whole theory. What do you guys think of that? I mean, that would be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, and it, it kind of makes sense because if you look at uh, Luffy's <laughs> form right now, he doesn't have his hat on. Uh, yeah you know so like that could be the hat that he's supposed to wear at you know when he's in gear five or in that big giant form so and be, mm. being frozen like it, it makes sense uh i like yeah i, 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 like I think it's cool um yeah i'm just trying to sleep i'm not gonna lie to you bro <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I, I hear the connections but i feel like it's not like as concrete as some of the other theories i agree i agree today. that's fair uh, where 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 do you think you're putting it, Kelly? Uh, I say B. B. Okay, that's why I, I thought you would. All right, bet. I like that. That's good. Okay, that's like, good. I, I, I think it's there, but I just don't think it's as concrete as. But I think it's like on the same tier as the tiers the yeah. rest of the Bs. D three, D three, Mister, what you guys think? You agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with B. Cool, cool, beautiful. Um, we go next. Wait, did next? we go? Oh, wait, what? What was the next one on the uh the document? On the picture? Yeah. The next one is Shanks being evil. Okay, okay, got it. Got right, it. That, that Callie, it's bottom left for you. This I want to talk about a certain pirate. Okay. Cool. You can you want you want to go over that, Sean? You can move like that. I know. Um. I could if you want. I didn't know if there was much for me to say about it, but oh, I thought you. I, okay. I thought it. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the idea of Shanks being evil, because that's my favorite character. That's like a um, that's like a crazy thing to me, but. I don't know. I felt like it's 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 very like self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. You know so I mean? I'll just I'll just go over the points real quick, right? So, yeah. Um. So the first thing that I think brings Chase into question is you know being able to meet with the Gorosei, right? Uh, the beginning of Wano, he just came through, and they're like, you know, we let you through because it's you, man. But what do you like? What what do you want, nigga? And he was like, yeah, I want to talk to you guys about something. There's something he wants only the Gorosei to hear, right? And it's a certain pirate. Uh, we'll get into that part later. The next thing I think brings Shanks into question is that he stole the Nika fruit, which obviously we now know to be, you know, one of the craziest fruits ever. Uh, Joy Boy's fruit, maybe, potentially, probably. Uh, so that brings him into question into what exactly he was doing with that. If he didn't eat it, because that's who wouldn't want that power, right? right? What, was um, plans, yeah. what was he doing? What was he doing with that with that fruit exactly, right? To steal from the government and then just have it in East Blue. And, and be careless enough around a kid to just have it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you have a fruit like that, you have it under lock and key. Uh, you, put, you put Ben Beckman... On top of it, right? Like you don't put anyone else, right? Uh, so it's, it, he was being careless, and I don't think Shanks is a careless guy. So um, no, being able, so the the next one is Marine Ford when he saw Kaido. Oh, obviously, I don't want to say this is like the why he's evil. I just think this is why he's suspicious. Okay, by the way. So next one is why he was able to just so when he came to Marine Ford and everyone was saying, "Oh, he scuffled with Kaido," 
Bro, there's no way you look at his crew and tell me he fought Kaido like two days ago, bro. When Big Mom and Kaido fought on Wano, they were both bandaged for like two weeks, right? Like the next day they were fucked up. So Yonko scrapping is not some some small shit, right? What were you gonna yeah. say, Mister? Not even just that, but even with the recent most recent episode of One Piece, they give you that time when yeah, when, Ka- you know, yeah, Kaido's right there, and they, they see they see the, like, the, the, day, the day the day the day the day uh, you know, like like, and he was and, just chilling, he, no no battle, he, he, nothing. He calls it interruption, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's exactly. not even something big for him. So they definitely didn't fight. But what what possibly could Shanks have said to fucking Kaido in a moment where Whitebeard might have and did die? You know, one of his biggest, you know, his dog. He's on Rock's crew, right? Yeah. Uh, something Shank, Kaido has clearly been chasing, you know, a glorious death and wanting to be there at the same time as Whitebeard. Uh, Kaido gave up on that, and we don't know why. But he not without even scrapping. That's crazy, you know. Like I, so that that's a, an interesting thing right there. Next is that the end of Marineford, Sengoku recognizing Shanks is like you know. Uh, as 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 some sort of respect and that's why he's gonna end the war he's like you know what because it's you say less um yeah. well, this war is over you know i think that's kind of interesting it could just be respecting of course though right and lastly the five elders once shanks met with them in the beginning of wano suddenly the gorosei have a vested interest in getting rid of luffy because of the nika nika no mi mm-hmm. um so so obviously this is me pointing towards the fact that the certain pirate in my in my opinion could have been luffy because and it sounds crazy of course but Look at what happened afterwards. They're suddenly going hard for it, Luffy to get the specifically the Nika Nika no Mi, not just the Merkin because he's he hit a, he hit a special, special dragon or anything. That's what happened on Sabote. No, they're really going after him here in the middle of this battle, right? When Kaido probably would have just killed him anyway. So, and I think the most to me the most important part of this is that everyone thinks okay, it's probably Blackbeard he's talking about. But man, we saw him talking to Whitebeard about Blackbeard chapter three hundred. Why would Oda keep this certain part under wraps for one hundred fifty plus chapters just for it to be Blackbeard again? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. To me, like, that's, yeah, I agree. Like it, it's the same thing was with the other theory about why if, if it was simply Luffy or Roger saying be the king of the pirates, we heard Luffy a bunch of times say king of the pirates. Why would that be bleeped out at that point? Yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, that, that's the whole theory. Yeah. What do you What do you guys think? Well, I've personally been uh been on this for for a minute, so uh yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I don't think he's evil, but he definitely has his agenda and you know playing the game, but uh. I'm 50-50 on him actually being evil. I mean, it, it definitely could make sense on paper, but mm-hmm. I don't think that it's like a lot of these could be I don't think a lot of these points that 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 hey, that, that that would support him being evil could also like Mr. said support him having a separate agenda from 100%. either faction, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say evil. Yeah, uh, that, that's how I feel. Yeah, exactly. Um, real quick though, I also feel like because of him stopping Kaido, shows that in a way he was kind of trying to help the government because Whitebeard's crew was already doing work against the government. You know what I mean? If Kaido's crew came, it would have been over. Like, right. you know. So, but, um, what what rank y'all think? Uh, see, personally, I would put it like B or A. Say. Somewhere yeah, around there easier. for me too. Like, yeah, I agree. I put it like bottom of it. All right, cool. Um, next one. Sean, is there any one that you want to like talk about? Please just. Oh, go right the Ko- yeah, yeah, Kawina. The Kawina one. Okay, Kali, it's like the yeah. sixth one. Yeah, this one. This one would be a more shocking theory to those the that may not. Where's the middle bottom? I think. It's it's it's, it's, it's a different. Shirt. It's that one right there. Go up. That one right there. Uh, Kawina, Kawina might not have died. There you go. Okay, so yeah, the theory is that Kawina is may not have died, and she might be still alive. So, 
And real quick, who's Kalina? My goodness, brother. Zo- <laughs> Zoro's Zoro's friend, childhood friend that he okay. made a promise to with the Wano Ichimanji. Bye, bye, bye. All right. Yeah, that died. Said when that she was that was worse. Than, that was worse than Thatch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro. Keep judging. <laughs> I will. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> all right. So the theory goes like this. Basically, we all know if well. Since someone here didn't know that that was <laughs> who Quinta was, mean, when, bro, and then, <laughs> no, I just play, I play, I'm joking with you. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm messing with you. But now, nah, but in all seriousness, as a reminder, when she was, um, when Zoro was younger and Quinta, she was telling Zoro that one day you will be stronger than me because you're a man and I'm a woman. On top of that, uh, Quinta, she was older than um, Zoro at the time, right? Now, the thing is, we all believe that she died because they said that she died officially. So why do people believe that Kuina may be still alive then? So one of the reasons why, main reasons why, is because when you see the montage of Zoro training to beat Kuina, you notice in the background in one of those montages that there's a revolutionary army ship. And... Who in the Revolutionary Army could be relevant to what Kawina is talking about being stronger as a man and stuff? That would be, drumroll please, So Ivankov could have potentially went to Zoro's island or close by. And the reason why that could make sense is because, one, during dur- around that time frame, re- remember, Kawina's older than Zoro. She wasn't the same age as him. Uh, Zoro, not Zoro, um, Sabo was being saved by the revolutionaries. So around that time, it makes sense. It could make sense that that was around the same time period from when they saved Sabo, that they could have potentially got to Kawina's island. Yeah, that picture, uh, that picture in, on the document is, it proves, uh, it's hard to tell in the middle text, but it's, this says like, it's, just, it's someone saying, why would you keep me waiting? But the... Translation is, why would you keep me vaping? It's like Ivankov's accent. So Ivankov was definitely on the island, because that's like when they, uh, the ship's at the dojo. That's uh, it's when they, because they said the, ship, the the dojo gave them food and sustenance. So they definitely were there. And in the top left of this panel, of this whole page, you can actually see Zoro training with a rock, um, doing like press-ups or like yeah, squats. Exactly. So, so they're definitely there. Yeah. So the theory, oh, and the, okay. yeah, exactly. So the, so the theory is that like Ivankov, found Kuena or Kuena found Ivankov. Uh, Ivankov found out about what Kuena dreams for to be the world's strongest swordsman or to be a, a strong swordsman w- without dealing with the barriers of her being a woman. Bro. So Ivankov could have turned her into a man. Either that or simply take her off the island because her destiny was to play second fiddle to whoever was going to be the leader of the dojo because her father told her that basically you're not a man so you won't have the strength to lead the dojo and you won't be the strongest forever that's pretty sick, that's pretty sick yeah. actually and yeah. lastly i think another important thing to remember is that the village is the shimotsuki village the the guy the 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 teacher and kuina and I mean, we even see it in the chapter where zoro fights king is that the shimotsuki kozabu the old dude is from wano and mm-hmm. that Kuina is Kuina Kuina is his granddaughter, so she is from the legendary Shimosuke clan in Wano. So there was that's what, that's what one thing people were hyped for. Um, 
potentially in one. Obviously, it hasn't happened so far, or it might not ever happen, but that's another, that's another connection to later wait, on. They that, wait, they did say her grandfather built, built yeah. the yeah. dojo, yeah. right? It's called yeah. Shibusuki Village. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So that so yeah, yeah and this was, and cool, this theory and this theory came about way before we ever got to Wano. So people believed that because Wano is going to be obviously the the country of swordsmen and stuff that we will either see Kawana, uh, Kawina at Wano, or Kawina is working as the swordsman, the swordsman for Revolutionary. revolutionaries. Yeah, Pretty so sick. that's. Basically, the uh, theory in the nutshell. I like this one. This is actually I like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can were talking about yesterday. Yeah, Misha were talking about yesterday, and I, he told me Queen and why not die. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. But then, <laughs> you, know, then he, you know, he gave me that. I was like, yo, this is this is OD. I'm a big fan of it. So, yeah. Whoa. What do you yeah, think like we should place him? I, I think either A or S because I feel like that's a that's a that's one that I could genuinely see happening, like you in the show. Just to prove you, I'm not gonna lie. That, that yeah, you kind of did. Zoro squatting, and you see the the ship there. That shit got me, bro. I, I, I like yeah. it a lot. I don't like it as much as the Kraken theory. That's the only reason I why do, I don't want to put I it in S tier. You I feel me? I think it's A two because like it's like I think it's top A. It's, I think, it's suggestions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that she yeah. could she was there and they could have met, right? Like yeah. And there's no connection. Like even even the crocodile woman thing makes more sense, honestly. Like because they like we know Ivan knows something about crocodile, but this thing is like, uh, you know, she might have. Like she might have met her, you know. But I do think it's a great theory, though. Real quick, what if Queen is actually Mihawk? Gender, gender change. Oh, and all, right. All, right. all right, all right. Why would Mihawk? Why would Mihawk take Zoro in as a as a pupil? I don't brother, know. brother, bro. That's worse than the cockle. That's worse than the cockle. Callie's like, you're sick, bro. You're sick. <laughs> uh, let me look at what Callie has in the look. thing. Uh, what's up, Dithi? Go ahead. I'm oh, I was gonna say, I don't know if we get all through these today, but I at least want to see the Sabo theory. Uh, it's not too much, but yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up maybe next to a second. So yeah, Salvo the Cali the Salvo one right in the dead middle, um, and it's the, for this one. I believe it's like kind of later down in the thing. I wanna say. I think it's further down. Yeah, it's further down. It's down. on page eight. It's on page eight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So this theory is uh, what happened to Sabo during or after the Reverie, right? So in the Reverie, they we know that Sabo and the revolutionaries had a plan to do two things actually. So one was to declare war on the Special Dragons, and two was to rescue Kuma and. So, so what actually happened we don't really know we knew we actually know though that it's, it doesn't really matter but we know that they fought the uh, admirals actually the commanders we know that they fought fujitora and ryokugyu the new admiral yeah. um but the facts that we know of this theory is that so first off there was an assassination in marijua someone died okay and morgan said this there's actually also another murder attempt someone else was attempted to be killed uh we don't know who that is the next thing is that so we see bad news concerning uh, Alabasta, according to what um, Garp was telling the Neptunians, uh, not the Neptunians, sorry, the people from Fishman Island, the uh, Neptune and his and his and his and his kids, they're saying, yeah, "Oh, like that. something happened to uh, Alabasta, but don't let it paint the picture for you for what all humans are." So someone got smoked, right? Um, Sabo being in some terrible news story, you know, like we we also know Sabo's in somehow when you look at the news, Sabo is like you know in it. I don't think it's I don't think Sabo is like dead or anything i don't think they're saying he's dead because even though there was the panel of the uh what's the dadon the bandit lady that uh they're basically their foster mom she was saying but we only just we only just knew he was alive again you know yeah, i don't think that means he's that. dead i just think it means like he did some crazy shit or maybe he's captured or some shit i don't think that's the case either but either way some crazy shit happened to him and if you guys remember in the beginning of the rivery 
this motherfucker, Vivi's dad, bro, this guy's crazy. He wanted to meet the, the Gorosei. He wanted to have a private audience with the Gorosei to talk about, I think, the pointless or something like that. Um, and that's like a death sentence, I feel like, if you bring up too much crazy shit uh, to the Gorosei. So, so I think that, and they talk about how uh, the Gorosei mentioned how he's a bloodline trader, or not a bloodline trader, but a trader because Alabasta is one of the kingdoms in the, be in the beginning of the void century. They didn't go underground. And they didn't, they, 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 so there's always these 20 kingdoms or whatever that went underground. Uh, he isn't one of them. The, the Alabasta is not one of them. So they, the girls, they do not fuck with um, Vivi and Alabasta and, and Vivi's dad. So they have reason to murk him. And the, the idea goes that they pin this murder on Sabo, according to, you know, they, they, they fuck with the news and shit. And they say, this criminal Sabo, the revolutionaries, murdered Vivi's dad. Um, and it's taking place. And it's basically they're giving him the credit for what they did, basically. Basically, so, really, if there's more, I can't really remember too much. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. What do you guys think of that? Realistically, because like, oh yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense from like the reverie standpoint. Like everything going down. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I've heard this one before. Um, yeah, I think it's a good theory. Like honestly, I'd probably uh, put, like, yeah, I'd say eight tier. Yeah, I think it's an eight tier theory. Eight tier. You good with that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me see what what are, what do we have left? Oh, let's just let's just go ahead and get through the whole uh, the whole um, dragon stuff. Uh, why Hus? Wait, I, I my shit got smoked. I feel like uh, I was finished the theory. Did you guys hear the whole theory? Like my, my headphones got smoked. I couldn't hear what you guys were saying. Yeah. Oh, I I was saying you want to just get through the dragon stuff real quick. Uh, sure. Which one is the? Uh... We can go over whichever one. Yeah, so there's several of them. There's one, or I'll just, cause since we're uh, close on time, I'll cool. just talk about both of them. They're right next to each other. So one theory with Dragon is that of, Which one? Uh, we, we can go to that one, the second one. Yeah. Second? Yeah. Sec uh, so the theory is basically that Dragon could potentially have been either a celestial dragon himself or married a celestial dragon. Or he was an admiral, marine, at one point. Yeah. So the reason why people may believe these these things about him is yeah, because that's a different. That's a different theory. It's the, yeah, that's the, the that one. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Oh, that wasn't the uh, picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that picture. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So the idea behind it is well, one, he's Garp's son. Uh, so Garp, he was so adamant about luffy being a marine why wouldn't he have that same kind of ambition for his own son right and then secondly what is dragon's motivations for starting a whole revolutionary army to take down the world government clearly he knows something clearly he knows information that's privy to uh just him and maybe potentially the closest people in his life or the closest people within his captains of his uh revolutionary army but we the audience do not know it's possible that he either married a celestial dragon or was involved with the celestial dragon found out a bunch of secrets through celestial dragons and also this could have all been while either he was a marine admiral or just in general found out about the celestial dragons, found out the truth, found out 
everything and was completely revolted by it against it and that's why he started his own um his own organization in order to take them all down it also is possible because there's there's also steps to multiple things uh the celestial the reason why he's so against the celestial jacks because you notice it's most likely the case that he don't want to get rid of the marines it's just simply the celestial dragons like he that that's most likely his end game go and that could be motivated because the the world government could have either done something t- to someone he cared about that was a celestial dragon, potentially Luffy's mother or whatever, and that gave him all the uh, motivation to you know take them down. But that's where that's coming from, and he defected from the Marines as an admiral. Uh, potentially, I mean, he's the world's most wanted man. Yeah. He's clear. He's probably going to be super strong when we see him. Maybe. Uh, so you know, what do y'all think? I think that is another one that actually just makes sense, like for him as a character, because like if he it makes wasn't, sense, but it's just you know what? Well, the way I'm making these theories, it's 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 based off of um, how plausible they are and how much evidence. You know what I mean? And I think this is one of those theories that's definitely plausible, but. You know, there's not too much evidence. There's nothing so concrete. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, to back yeah, 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 you, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I yeah, probably a, think, yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's a great, uh, it's a great story. It's a great suggestion as to like what it could be, but there's just nothing foundationally solid to. Yeah, it's not like concrete for it. Well, yeah. yeah. So I know, I know that um, right now there's four admirals, right? We got Kizaru. Or Akainu is no longer. There's three. There's three admirals and one free admiral. It's like it's like before. It's like before. Well, because I know that I know there was a theory before saying like each like there was an admiral for like north, uh, south, east, and west, and like each admiral had a representation like a a a fruit uh, not a fruit an animal. So Aokiji is like the like the bird or some shit. Akainu is another another animal. Same thing with Kizaru, and then there was a dog. Uh, Akainu the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, there was a fourth one. They're saying that that was a dragon, with and he had a similar power to the other, like with elemental power to the other three. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know about the which, celestial dragon thing. Which also, by the way, we should also tie in his devil fruit. That is the uh, another theory that basically what is dragon's devil fruit? A lot of people believe that it's like a wind logia devil fruit, or some type of like weather changing devil fruit. Which you know. Physical. Yeah, so, so you could also rank that one too. Yeah, but first, so such dragon one, Kelly, where would you put it? Um, maybe B. I think I agree. Maybe, maybe low A, but I'd probably do like B to be honest. I agree with you. Okay. What about you guys? Yeah, I think same. Okay, cool. All, All right. right, so there's definitely two I want to get to. Uh, Kelly, it is uh, okay, th- third column, but on the second row. So under Fujitora, yeah, that's this one right there, the red line. So this is the first theory on the list, and uh, this is like probably the biggest mega theory I feel like, and I just wanted because I don't. Yeah, I've definitely heard of this one before. Yeah, this one is obviously legendary. The red line will be destroyed theory, and this theory, um, it's huge. I wish I, I wish I had more points, but what I have now is that. So the first thing we have is that Fisherman Island, which is right under the, uh, the red line, is that 
there was a prophecy from Sharla, I think her name is, that it will be destroyed by Luffy specifically, okay? And the, this destruction would result in a lot of things. The red line, for a lot of people, represents, like, some sort of barrier, and it's, like, a, it's, a, it's literally a divide in the world, and it's where the, um, the, the Marijuana is, right? So, what would happen if he, if he destroyed it, seemingly maybe using the ancient weapons, um, is that... Fishman Island would end up being destroyed just like in the prophecy, which is why the Noah exists, the big Noah's Ark in Fishman Island that the Neptunians the Seekings really uh, believe in and has something to do with Joy Boy's prophecy or Joy Boy's, uh, Joy Boy's apology or whatever or his plan yeah. for that has to be important. So that could be something that is used to get them out of there when the island is being destroyed. Yeah. Um, mm. Next up, what would happen is that the four seas being divided would all come into one and it would create a spot where they all meet. Which would be the legendary all blue that Sanji talked about, which would result in all the fish in the sea being in one spot. Um, so that's one another thing. Now it would obviously destroy Marija. I don't talk about why that's important. You know, it's defeating the enemy in the end, and yeah. it's and it's uh, in a sense you can think of it as you know bringing the gods down to our level, right? Um, if you look at Laboon, uh, he was we have a, we have a we have a backbone for what Laboon is doing. Now he's banging his head against the red line uh, to find Brooks's crew, but it's not just Laboon. On the other side of the red line, not even, not like on the other side, like literally the other half of the globe, um, this red line um, on the Marijuana, the Marijuana side, not the not the reverse mountain side, the other side, that, that one, when Luffy and them go under and over it, that, when they come up in front of Punk Hazard, a bunch of whales greet them, they, they're all coming up with them, and all the whales have the scars on their head yeah. banging into the red line, yeah. so it's not just Laboon trying to destroy the red line in terms of the whales, and we know the whales are an important being because when uh, the Sea Kings were talking about their sovereigns in the Roger in the Odin flashback, they mentioned how the whales are like happy with and singing with pride or something like that. They're super happy about the birth of the upcoming sovereign, something like that. So whales are super important. They want to show their line as well. Lastly, the red line is hinted to be very hard to destroy or damage. Um, the when they were on Little Garden, if you guys remember uh, how they got out of Little Garden. They, they had to just sail out, but they couldn't just sail out because there was a big-ass fish monster, and it, it it jumps up out of the water and swallows the straw the, the straw hat ship, and Dory and Broggy, remember the the attack that Big Mom and Kaido did that Zoro blocked? They did yeah. the exact same pose together, and they swing their club, and they destroy this, the, this, the fish, and that's how they get away. But when they say, when they're doing that, they, when they're charging up, they say something about how the only thing the giant's weapons cannot destroy is the blood-soaked serpent wrapping around the earth. And that's obviously a reference to uh, the world serpent. Oh yeah, obviously the red line. But if you think about you know Norseology, the world serpent and stuff like that going around the world, that's the depiction of the red line. How it's very hard to destroy it. Um, so we're gonna. I feel like that's setting up how it's gonna be this monumental thing that even giants couldn't do if they wanted to. So Did that's they say the that specifically blood soaked serpent. They said blood soaked serpent. That is the thing I'm sure about. Oh shit! Yeah, they did say that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so this is a theory about you know the potential end game of One Piece. I feel like I feel like I'm missing a big tar part, but that's that's what I, that's what I found and remembered. Uh, you, what do you, you cover most. You covered like majority of the solid points and stuff. If there's anything, it's like the finer details about how the, uh, the world map is and stuff, so that people yeah. can visually understand it and stuff like that. And there's a couple of things here and there, like if you look at the red line and you notice how it crosses with like the grand line and the and and everything else. If you look at the map, it kind of resembles like an X. And X marks the spot is like the treasure yeah. commonly used in pirates to locate the treasure, and that could be like the one piece itself. So that's yeah, like directly yeah. where Marijo is. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, so what, do you think, what do you think that theory? That theory. Definitely, that's an S tier for me. I, yeah, I agree. You know, yeah, I definitely think this is one of the better theories for sure. Yeah, I definitely think it's S tier. Makes sense. Yeah. This S -tier is like. From... 
cool. And then the next one I wanted to do. Um, I think oh, wait. A- Should we uh, go ahead and rank Dragon's Devil Fruit the- uh, Theory? It's like right the second one. Yeah, it's like uh, so basically there's a few theories, right? It's that he has the a wind logia. It's that he has uh, a weather uh, devil fruit. A weather devil fruit. I think, Mister, you mentioned the Quetzalcoatl, right? That um, yeah. But I think to me, the one that I really like that I have here, if that's okay, is that um, it's his devil fruit is actually the mythical zone model Thunderbird, which is like this big ass bird in Native American mythology. And if you look at Dragon himself, his pattern, the tattoo, is apparently Native Native American. Uh, in in design, and if you just look at how he appears, uh, his, his tan his tan skin and his long black hair, um, very reminiscent of you know Native Americans. And so when he's he when anywhere he is around, the winds and storm always pop up right uh, in Logetown when he saved Luffy. Um, and there's really I feel like this is a very like there's only a few points, but that's why I feel like people think he has a tie to Native Americanism, and that's why they think he has the model Thunderbird, which is a big. Uh, piece of their mythology. Yeah, definitely. Well, what what exactly is a Thunderbird? I've, it's this I, big I, ass. I really don't know. It's, There's it's no a, other way to super, put it, bro. Yeah. It, okay. So it's a it's 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 like okay. So in Native American culture, there are several like spirits and gods and stuff that they worship, and the Thunderbird is one of them. And the Thunderbird, I believe, uh, is like it's like a very common like a totem. Yeah, it's a very yeah. common common totem among mm-hmm. Native Americans. As such, it's one that they believe that I believe the totem represents like tranquility and uh, tranquility, change, and some something else. Uh, um, just and I forgot. Big thing about yeah. the Thunderbird too in um is that it's um it's known to impact the weather. Yeah. So the weather changes. Yeah, when the yeah that, that's what up. I was looking for. Like, what does does the Thunderbird, you know, do stuff yeah, with rain and thunder. Oh, okay. yeah, the, yeah, 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 the weather in like uh, Native American, I don't want to say lore, but um, yeah. Lore. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh. I didn't want to laugh. I didn't want to laugh. I would just say mythos. Yeah, Yo, mythos. It's, um, I'm crying, bro. We some weaves. <laughs> we are. Um, but yeah, like the um, the weather changes, the the sky like yeah, opens up great. and there's thunder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where. All right, I fuck with that. I can fuck with yeah, that. You got, you got uh, point that one. But uh, I think I think that's a good thing. I think it's like a B, like a low B. I, I low A. Yeah, I say B A. I don't really. Yeah, it's like, it's like a suggestion, you know. Yeah. No, this is not, I wouldn't say. What would you say is evidence? The only evidence we have of that is when. Because it could be a ton of things. It could, be, it, could, it could just be. A, it could just be a wind fruit. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 I think the thing about evidence is that it it, it ties it to the one theory. You know what I'm saying? If if the evidence could be used to support multiple different theories then it can't really be evidence for that one theory you know what i'm saying yeah like that could definitely be for any of and a whole bunch of any other fruits the only thing i could see that being have evidence for is when dragon showed up to save luffy and the whole like that was lightning there was lightning and stuff but like well i just think it it could be it could be any it could be any type of over that has that shit right right but there, there was also some people pointed out too um, when Dragon and the revolutionaries went to go to Luffy's village, Goa Kingdom, and after they saved uh, Sabo, or someone was say, uh, after they saved Sabo, Dragon, he the way he landed on his ship, there was like a lot of wind surrounding him. Interesting. So that's and, and the sky was clear. Also, just letting that, letting that throw that out there. But yes, 
Yeah, like those could point to some sort of wind fruit or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it could be anything. So I do think it's a good theory, especially the Native American had the pattern tattoos and stuff like that. I do think he has like Native American motif, like in his just his, how he looks. But I don't think it's enough to say he definitely has it. So I would put it in a B. It's a good, it's a good theory, I think. Yeah, it's a solid one. I, say I, do, want to move, I do want to move on. I think there's like way more important ones. Yeah. Um, so I think another big one I'll say there's so, hmm. We could do okay. No, we already talked about it on the podcast. So, Kelly, the bottom left, it's a picture of Roger holding Hiori and Rayleigh holding Momo, right? Uh huh. So that theory, I think, is let me find it on the document. I think it's where the hell did I put this shit? Oh yeah, it's in the middle. It's above Kuina dying. Um, so this theory has to do with uh, uh what's the motherfucker's name? Ross Dizabek. Okay, and so once they finish on God Valley, uh. Basically, uh, there's a few people who have connections to Zebek in some sense, or it feels like it. The number one person who could be everyone thinks like is uh, could be, have been his child, something like that, is Blackbeard. Um, Blackbeard is obviously the the antagonist right now, and he wants to control the world the same way. Um, what's his name did Zebek, and he wants to. He basically has that. He's he's playing his role in this era, right? Um, the next connection between Blackbeard and Zebek is that Blackbeard's ship is actually named the Saber of Zebek. Is it really? Yeah. 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 Kind of crazy. Oh. Holy yeah. shit. But it's funny because this is just like a side thing, and this is like one of the two possibilities. I actually think the real juice is that it's actually Shanks. So if you look at Shanks um, in his in his time in the um, Roger Pirates, he's like twelve or thirteen or something like that. And when we know him, I don't know how old he is, but basically it corresponds to him having been a child on God Valley, right? Um, and if he was really Zebek's child, who was you know. Uh, Obviously, Zebek died or whatever on Cause Valley, and there's suddenly a kid that needs a, some sort of, you know, to be taken care of, and Roger decides to take care of him. Shanks would fit the age gap, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and if you look at the picture that I put in the document, is them holding up Monosuke once Hiori is born, so they're holding up the kids, and Rayleigh says, reminds me of the old days. Bro, what does that mean? Was there a baby on the ship? That's the only thing I can think of, right? time when a baby in ages reminds me of the old ones. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> right? Like, why would you that say that shit? Crazy. Right? So, um, and it would be old days. It would be like 10 years ago because, you know, he would have been, uh, Shanks would have been a kid, right? Or a little baby. So, and the most important thing, I think, is that when Whitebeard meets Shanks before, before Marineford, he looks, at, he looks at Shanks and says, your face make, makes the scars I got from him ache. Like the like the scars I got from this guy hurt when I look at your face. He doesn't mean Wait. Roger. Yeah, he's the white said to Shanks that okay. he doesn't he doesn't mean Roger, right? Because Shanks is not Roger's kid or anything like that. He doesn't look like him. Um, and like we know that Wiper was on was on Rox's crew and they were a fucked up crew, right? They were killing each other and shit. So it would make sense if um, he's talking about Zebek there, and and that Shanks reminds him of Zebek in some sense. So that's I think that's the idea behind this theory that Shanks is Zebek's child or Blackbeard. I think Shanks is the more. See, so wait, wait, Whitebeard says when he sees Shanks, your face makes my wound. The scars ache. I got from that guy ache. From that Whitebeard, guy, Whitebeard said that. Christ. Yeah, he didn't say a name or anything. He just says that guy. Or this guy, that person. What the hell, bro? You could, interpret, <laughs> you could interpret it as Roger in the sense that because Shanks was on Roger's crew. It, yeah, it, it, I, I feel like there was a reason why that I didn't. I feel like there's a reason why I was sure that like he didn't mean Roger. No, but that is that is a possibility. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think at that point, at that time, when Whitebeard said that it was confirmed that Shanks was already, it was already confirmed that Shanks was on Roger's crew. I don't think. I think it was. Would, it was only sure, confirmed with sure Rayleigh. Whitebeard would know that they fought. They fought before. 
So he yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying for the audience, like for us to assume that it ain't Roger, like just to immediately assume that it's not him, uh, we would have to be like, oh yeah, well we already know that Rocks. Uh, I mean, we already know that Shanks was on Roger's crew, but so why would he say that guy, right? But the fact that remains is we didn't know till after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rayleigh. When Rayleigh said that, yeah, Shanks was on my, uh, on my crew, buggy, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, saying all that. Um, so it's possible to interpret that as Gold Roger. At the I, time. I also think, at I also time. think that, I also think that means like the way he says it is like the, I just, I found that it says like the scars I got from that guy aches whenever I look at your face. And I feel like that is supposed to have a negative connotation. Is that like, man, I fucking hate that nigga. And every time I see you, yeah. it reminds me of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Roger and Wiper definitely are homies. Like Rayleigh cried when Wiper died, right? Um, so, like, I, I don't think he would think badly of him when seeing uh, Shanks. You know what I'm saying? I actually agree with that. I, yeah. I, I like that that thought process. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I do think he's talking about Zebek, um, and it would it would all line up. And another reason this would line up uh, is because some people think that uh, God's Valley had special dragons there, right? Uh, that, that that's why they're protecting. That's why the Marines are there protecting the such a dragons and their yeah. slaves. So some people think that um, Shanks is a result of uh, Zebek having a, such a dragon for like a lover or whatever, and that's why Shanks has the the credentials to meet with the Gorose, is that he has such a dragon blood. It's interesting. I actually like this. I like really cool. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a good theory. Like yeah. Where would you guys put it? I, I would say S. S A. I say, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, that's a, a, I think top, top of the A in my opinion. Yeah, I like top A. I like yeah. the Queen Ethereum a little bit more. Though. That Queen Ethereum was kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> I will, I'll put it up there for sure. Oh, there, so um, do you guys want to try and just get through two or three more, maybe? Because we yeah, yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pick the big ones. ones. Yeah, let's try and get like two or three more, and then. Uh, we are we talked about law being part of sword. I feel like unless you guys want to go over that again. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like we talk about that on the on the show a few times. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah um. Okay, so I guess the next one is the only really big one I have left. I think. Let me just go over it real quick. Okay. Oh no, there's two. Okay, there's okay. I know the two we're gonna talk about. If uh, Sean, my ideas is that it's the the Kizaru Vegapunk one that we were talking about yesterday. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. the the raid will fail. That should, we should end it with that. I feel like it's a good thing to talk about. Unless oh, you guys yeah. don't want. Unless you guys talk tired of the raid, that's cool too. No, no, that's, that's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. It is the it is the it's the biggest one right now. Everyone's talking about, right? Yeah, we could do that. that sounds okay. Good. Cool. So let's go into the Kizaru Vegapunk one. You can see it on the the the, the, the um. It's it's the it's the, last, the last one. It's the bottom right. Um, oh yeah. The picture they show of Vegapunk. I'm trying to find another document. I got yeah, it. Right it's like okay, in the middle. Cool, cool. Six. Okay. Um. So this is a video by my man Best Generation, my favorite One Piece YouTuber, and he made a. It's 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 honestly a video. I believe. If you watch it, it literally just spoils some parts of One Piece for you, and I think this is like it's just such a, like a crazy connections that he makes. So, Wait, so you think it like legitimately like it's bro, this everything is... he says is facts, bro. I'm not even capping, bro. But Yeesh. this this is actually <laughs> like it's funny because he's actually talking about huge things. But this is a side thing. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But huge uh, video. Yeah, yeah. I will link it to you guys. I think you guys should all watch it. But it will actually spoil stuff. I think. Anyway, so this this part is him saying Vegapunk and Kizaru are like brothers in his opinion. That's what he that's what he said, um, and. That's actually a smaller part of his whole video, which is crazy. But anyway, let me go to the, talk about why he, he thinks of this specifically. So, Vega Monk and Kizaru. Like I talked about in the Blackbeard original theory, how we know that Delphus and DNA, there's something there. Vegapunk was working on DNA, all the mad scientists were too, and that's what they came out of. That's like their big thing when they came out of that group was DNA and lineage factor. So, Delphus and lineage factor, huge points. Vegapunk somehow had the ability to 
he was the one who found out how to put Delphus in objects, like how to, you know, the sword with the elephant, the, the slime from Punk Hazard. He, he found out how to do that. But another thing he found out how to do was to put the Kizaru laser, just the ability to shoot lasers, within the Pacifistis and, and, and Kuma. Um, so he, so it's not even like he was giving them the ability of fruit or the actual Delphus itself. He was giving them part of its ability. So he somehow extracted Kizaru's um, ability from within his Delphus fruit and applied it to things that don't have the Delphus fruit itself, which is not like the just giving something a Delphus fruit. So we know though that's something he just did. It's like a crazy thing. We don't know how he did that. But one thing we do know is that he was able to do it for a very long time. When Frankie visited his home country that Vegamonk hadn't been to in a long, long time, after the time skip. Frankie was able to shoot the same lasers. So Vegapunk had that idea and the human, and, and when you look at it as well, Frankie said, when he's looking at his blueprints in the time skip, he said, whoa, this guy was visiting human cells so long ago. Like what, like this guy was ahead of his time, as we all know, but specifically that he was there all those years ago, but still had the, uh, the technology there and the framework for Frankie to go and put the lasers in his own ability. That means that it's something Vegapunk had had for a while. So that means he had must have known Kizaru and Kizaru has had that ability for a long ass time. And he knew him from a minute ago. And the, the another thing that he he points to is that um, when they show Kizaru as a kid or whatever, he's in a he's in like a, a snowy area. He's like he's like riding on a board or something. He has like a lamp on the thing. Um, so they show him as a kid, and but it's, it's in like an SBS something like that. It's not like a big thing. But his point was that the, you can see that he he Oda has ideas for how Vegapunk, uh, how Kizaru was as a child. So there's obviously a connection there. But Vegapunk hadn't been on the island in like tens of decades of years, right? So Somehow he knew him back then, and the idea is that he's his brother. I don't think that's like a, I don't think that's the case. Maybe he's like he knew him somehow. It could be his brother or some shit. But that's his. The theory points that he knew him from back in the day. That's the whole. That's the, this. That's the one part of the theory I want to talk about. It's interesting. I, I like the laser connection. It's actually yeah. pretty cool. Um, mm, I feel like it's way more, but um, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. So I feel like know, for a long time. Yeah, we definitely know they have the connection because he turned him into a robot or whatever you know. So and because. I think something that you didn't mention that probably also supports this was that Vegapunk, um, before he fully turned him into a robot, he uh, gave him, he made a deal with him to let him protect the Sunny for a year or whatever. I think, I think the theory is talking more about the connection between Vegapunk and Kizaru, though, the, the Admiral, right? Not, not, well, not really Kuma. Fuck, I'm, I, got, I got completely mixed. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. Because I see yeah, Kuma no. in here. That's, that's literally, yeah, it's it's literally the only picture of Vegapunk, bro. I'm fucking crying, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I couldn't think of a better one. I, this no, whole no, time I was right. thinking Kuma, bro. I got mixed completely. No, my fault. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, you yeah. know, I, I don't even know why I didn't think Kizaru when I heard Kizaru. But yeah, no, it's because he, he put his laser in Kuma. That was the big thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Something he was able to do for a while. So this guy thinks that he knows him for a minute and it might have been his brother. I mean, uh, we could go with that since it's a, a thesis, you know? What do you guys think of that idea? Uh, I think that's sick, honestly. I feel like it's that theory probably needs i had to watch the full video to like understand it all yeah, but, yeah. But i feel like there's a lot of like solid evidence to that yeah yeah like, i think that's saying. like either an a or an s to me I... yeah i just feel like it's just like there's just he's just spitting you know like he, he knew him yeah. that long ago. yeah he just had to like because he knew because he had the, the the stuff on his in his lab right yeah yes. and the stuff the fact that he came in i mean he came in sabodi uh, Kizaru came into sabodi on a time. freaking cannonball freaking talking to uh Setamaru and Setamaru. I think Setamaru did. Uh, he mentioned something about uh, Vegapunk designing. Setamaru, yeah, Setamaru is in charge of the Pacifistas, and he obviously he knows Vegapunk created them. 
Yeah. Right, and yeah. He, yeah, and he has and, he has a connection to both. He calls Vegapunk right. his, he calls Kizaru his uncle, Santa Maru yeah, that is. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it could be possible that Vegapunk, you know not, the fact that yeah. Santa Maru works so close with Vegapunk and he calls Kizaru his uh, uncle could Yo. be good. Yeah. Yo, like <laughs> I like that a lot. It's pretty interesting. What if he's actually uh, Vegapunk's son? You know, like, maybe. Well, his name is Santa Maru. I feel like he's from Wano or something. Anyway, I don't want to go too much into that. Uh, what do you guys think? I think yeah, it's yeah, S, honestly. I think uh, it's like S ish, top tier A, like top A, S low. S, I say top A. Top A? I say top A, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I honestly think it's higher than the Koina one. Yeah. All right, cool. No, and uh, I guess lastly, we can finish off with the raid will fail. Um, and it's the Yeah, with the one with Luffy falling. I uh, know it's, it's a Mr. Mr. Morris special, but we can use that if you want, it's, since it's like it's like we're not uh, we're not going further than this. But um, so basically, this theory uh, is created obviously by you know Mr. Morris, the YouTuber. Um, also, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, it's on page three, Cali. Um, so his idea. Okay, the first thing I think we need to define is that what he feels is the raid failing, and I think um, more so it's just that Luffy will lose another time. Yes, even with Gear Five. Uh, and that things will just go badly. There will be another low point to the to the arc um, where everything looks very dire. Um, so, is there more to that, Shahad? Do you think is there more to the idea of it failing? Is there more of a condition? Um, well, there's a couple of things. So, we still, we still, uh, we still have some connections to Wano that have still not been fulfilled. If the Let's say hypothetically, if the war ended here with this next uh, scene, or just in general with Luffy coming out on top, like within the next one or two chapters, uh, there's a lot of unresolved plot points that we still have not gotten that still needs uh, exploration for character development. Because it's one thing where if it's after the fact and we still get some more exploration, that's fine. But there's some critical things that have not been fully addressed yet that still should be addressed in Morge's opinion. Like, for example, uh, one of the biggest things is that Zoro said that he will lead the samurai back in uh, Zo. In Zo, when Luffy and um, and uh, the others left for Whole Cake Island, Zoro was like, don't worry, Luffy, I'm going to rally up the samurai and stuff. But when we get to Wano, Zoro has kind of taken a back seat to that he has not fulfilled that he has not led the samurai and he said to uh hiori that he's not taking lead because there are too many people basically you and you could say this is like a uh a, a subliminal for like people with conquerors hockey conquerors hockey or not but too many like ego like driven uh head honchos are uh, spearheading this and for him he feels like it, uh, everything will fail if there's too many people at the helm that have basically a conqueror spirit leading this thing. What happened in Odin's flashback? Whitebeard, you know, talked about, uh, you don't seem like the kind of person that would take orders, you know, referring to, again, people with too much spirit uh, joining another with spirits. And know more about that than someone like Whitebeard, who literally was a part of a legendary crew with Big Mom, Kaido, himself, Rocks, uh, Shiki, a bunch of people who are ego-driven and have a bunch of uh, spirit. 
and stuff. On top of that, Kaido, when he knocked out Luffy, said, you know, there's not enough room for too many, there's there's not enough room for this many conquerors and stuff like that. Because again, he's someone with experience that knows because he was a part of the Rock's crew. So Zoro has not fulfilled this, uh, this need to be a leader, which is something that Morgefellite is completely unresolved and it should not, and it obviously won't be resolved if Kaido is taken out here because what's the point of leading a samurai if the main villain is gone? You know what I mean? Yeah, so. and another thing about Zoro is that uh, there's still the Shimonsuki connection that we still have yet to fully explore, right? We had the, the idea that he looks like Ryuma and they're two peas in a pot or some shit like that, but um, so the guy in the cave with Yamato who everyone thought was his dad, Oda confirmed that it wasn't in SBS recently. He said it's just not his dad, right? So there's still more to the Shimotsuki, I think, connection in Wano within itself that has to be taught, uh, dealt with. Um, speaking of Luffy and Kaido specifically, this fight right now, uh, Morge points to, we talked about this earlier, so we don't have to go too much into it, but that there's still the Awakening left. There's still there's the flashback left. There's still too much so that there's still the point where Kaido has to have his last hurrah, his last, all right, you know what? This is it. Fuck it. You know, I'm not going out like this, you know? And Luffy still has something to overcome. Basically, that's we're going to have a little bit more of this fight specifically left. Um, there's also when Hawkins was fighting Luffy and Zoro, Hawkins' prediction for Luffy's timeline, his how much he would survive was, I think, a month or two. He's like, let me see how long, let me see the chance of you being alive in a month or two. So that's a something more points to. I don't know how solid that is. But I think the real thing is that there's just too many plot lines left. Like uh, Shah mentioned the Zoro uh, Conqueror thing, the Shimotsuki connection. There's still the Big Mom Pirates left in Wano. Uh, it could be something that they just get Big Mom and leave, but who knows? It could be more than that. Poneglyph, the dolls. Uh, we don't know the road Poneglyph. The, the Marines are still there. Uh, the Kokeshi dolls. And the, the reason that these dolls are important that Brooke found under the castle is that Tengu Yamahitetsu, um, the guy who's with Otoko, the guy that made the, the Sandai and the Hidakitetsu, that guy with the wings and the mask, he creates Kokeshi dolls. So for them to be underneath the castle, something he creates. And when Brooke mentioned those dolls that he found, he's like, because ever someone asked him, he's like, yo, did you find the road point of glyph under the castle? Brooke's like, no, but I found some Kokeshi dolls. And Shinobu, the female ninja, she's like, Kokeshi dolls. She's like, hmm, well, that's interesting. So her reaction has yet to be explained. Um, so that's an interesting thing there. And lastly, I think one of the things I think people don't really talk about too much is that from just Rosa, the revolutionaries have been on the, tra- the, the tracking this weapon production. They mentioned how, um, like, uh, you know, the Dress Rosa was not creating weapons, they were creating Smile, but Dress Rosa was the port for which these weapons were being distributed, which we know now is the, you know, the Kaido-Joker connection, right? So that's how, that's, that's how their business operation was going. So the revolutionaries knowing about Wano and trying to find out where the weapons are coming from, that's another plotline that maybe that might indicate, you know, some sort of intervention there, right? That they might pull up or someone from there or whatever. So there's just a lot left in Wano. Um, maybe we're missing some things that Morge brought up, but yeah, that's really it to him. And so he thinks either Luffy's gonna lose here, and then we might be in Wano even longer, maybe 10, 20 plus chapters into the actual defe- defeating Kaido. Um, but right now, I think he settled more for just that Kaido will not lose in the next few chapters, and that there'll be a flashback, there'll be the awakening, and then Kaido might lose later in like five, ten chapters. That's what that's that might be the more oh. uh, moderate uh, theory uh, like, or uh, arguments. I think there's also one last thing. It's not the final point as to this, but I think it's also kind of a big one that I think I should mention. So early in Wano, you know, Wano is kind of the way it's been pacing. It's been pacing similar to the old Japanese style plays. And uh, the next act in uh, those plays, because I think we're still on what? Act three? three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more one of more just big points that Act Three is not the 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 time where the 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 biggest uh 
tragedy happens is Act 4. Act 4 is supposed to be when something tragic... Uh, no, no, sorry. Act 3 the is end of, when, The end of Act 3. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The end of Act tragic. 3 is when something tragic happens. Mm-hmm. And Act 4 is like the, the turnaround. Yeah. So if we're still here with Luffy about to, you know, beat Kaido and stuff like that, how did anything, what tragic happened? What's in, I think we all agree that even though sure Luffy and them have been struggling still, nothing crazy has happened to the point that made anyone sad or just like, you know, something very, very tragic happening in, uh, in the Wano. The closest thing we got to that, <clears throat> is when we saw Kaido, you know, kill the CP0 agent and potentially have killed Luffy. And I was like, yeah. So, wasn't even that tragic. yeah, that wasn't even that tragic. So, yeah. that's another big point. But yeah, yeah lack, <laughs> lack of tension and real down, yeah. down moments. I know, I know, yeah, we, we've talked about that before in early episodes, right? I know Kali's brought it up, mm-hmm. you know, about the, the play mm-hmm. and, uh, and the fact that we're still in Act Three. So, I mean, there, there's some. Credence to that if, if it is going off of Japanese plays and stuff, so this yeah. is probably the most 50 50 I've ever been on Ethereum. Yeah, same. I agree. I feel honestly. like you can, you can honestly make really plausible points for both Facts. sides. Facts. I honestly and truly don't know which side it's, it's going on. Okay, um, but let, let's but the let's, theory itself is definitely plausible, though. Go ahead. Yeah, he brings up a lot of points. I, I think yeah. the important thing to because I think the really important thing is what constitutes the raid failing. Like, what exactly? I feel like he's not being specific with that. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like there's well, a lot of room to work He said with. that, well, here's the thing. He believed at one point, I don't know if it's still the same now, but the Marines are there, right? Yeah. So if Kaido wins against Luffy again, and, you know, everybody, he because he feels like maybe the big, uh, no, not Big Mom, but maybe Kaido's army will awaken because most of them are zone users. Uh, the the top guys from Kaido's army, like the Toby Ropo, Calamities, and stuff, they'll awaken. And, you know, awaken zone users, zone users constantly get back up, like we saw in Impel Down with those awakened uh, zones, that they constantly got back up no matter how many times they got knocked down, but their personalities became more animal-like. So the Toby Ropo and Calamities will become more animal-like and keep getting back up. And then the Marines will scoop in and also like battle them, which will give Luffy and his crew some downtime or whatever. But also there's some unresolved things with that because he also believes that the, the story has played on heavy about Usopp betraying people because in Zoe, yeah, because back in Zoe, when everyone uh, protected Rizo and stuff, and everyone said, like, yeah, Rizo's here, we protected him and stuff, Usopp was dumbfounded because he said, I, I I, don't understand how y'all did this. Like, why would y'all do go through so much lengths because people's legs were cut off, like cat, uh, vipers and stuff like that, and er, they, they went through so much turmoil by being tr- truly loyal to Rizo. And then on top of that, earlier in Wano, I mean, not Luffy, but Usopp told Nami it's okay to lie, to, you know, get out of situations, to do whatever you can to stay alive. That's what's been most played on with Usopp. Plus, Usopp, on top of that, still has not had his resolution yet, which he believes is this, that he will get captured and he will be tortured for information. Because he said, uh, I believe, when Law was accused of either him being the uh, bad guy... Yeah, the snitch. Yeah. 
So his crew was uh, accused for, for snitching or whatever, and Law was offended by it. Sop was talking about, like, he said that that couldn't be me, because I swear if that was me, I would have been snitched. Like, da-da-da-da. So that, to uh, Morge, believes that he thinks that Oda is basically foreshadowing what the trial and tribulations that Usopp is going to go through later on this arc, which is he will get captured and tortured for information, and he will have to show his bravery and not be afraid of dying by the hands of torture and stuff like that by not selling out his crew. So that's one thing. Was that was 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 that was that with the raid failing? I I I feel yeah, like that's, I, yeah, I think that's, it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a that's that's a part of why the raids failed because you know several characters have not gotten their like their battles quote unquote and their yeah. resolutions from said battles. Stop and that and what I just explained is what more yeah, okay. can go through. Brooke still hasn't had a sufficient thing. Um Chopper kinda hasn't. He cause I mean Morge pointed out, yeah, sure, he did cure the Onis and stuff like that, but th- that wasn't really like a, a, a solid like conclusion for Chopper. You know what I yeah. mean? So that what and like I said, what I just told you is just simply the Usopp, like how he feels like yeah. Usopp's thing would be played out in Wano because of what the play ons of what Usopp has been dealing with since Zo. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot left for a lot of people, is what more just saying. So yeah, I think we can from there. What do you guys think? Is there more left to Wano, or is Kaido going down right now? No. Uh, the more I think about it, the more points I kind of lean more towards the idea of Wano continuing to go for a while. Because y- y'all are right, there's a lot that still needs to be answered and figured out. For, for real, for real. In my, thing, my thing with that point, with that point of the theory that there's still a lot of unresolved plot points is that that could be resolved in post. Literally almost everything that was that was listed could be resolved. If Kaido's, if Luffy's punched right now, just beats Kaido and the island is saved right now. They'd have their party, and literally every plot point gets solved up, gets gets resolved in the aftermath. Well, not the one. Well, like I said earlier, not the one with Zoro because um, he said he will rally the samurai, and ever since Wano started, that's like been completely on the back burner, okay. and we have not seen the point of him rallying the samurai. And if Kaido dies or loses here, what would the samurai? Why would the samurai need to rally behind Zoro? Plus, on top of that. Kyle, uh, uh, Kaido said that there will never be another samurai like Odin. He still got slashed mm-hmm. by Zoro, and he did not recognize him still as like a samurai like that's worthy of Odin's name. Yeah, he just said, "Be happy the fact that you scarred me," and just moved on. Uh, so Zoro still has to kind of prove that he <laughs> is a samurai similar to Odin, uh, some type of what, uh, some type of caliber. To, to that, I will say, I feel like the the idea that he wanted to buy the samurai, I feel like, although it could have just been a, a a line he said, you know what I'm saying? That more just taking a bit too uh, too deep. And also, I think that 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 moment you mentioned where he was telling you that too many captains sink the ship. I think he said that yeah, might have been him. Re- that might have been him re- relinquishing that um, that ideal of having to, you know be that number one guy for a moment for like a battle or whatever you know and they already kind of do rally rally behind him how much they were supporting his battle versus king they said no one like you know your girl was like don't let anyone interfere between sanji and zoro's fights you know like we need these niggas blah 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 so i feel like that could go either way in my opinion i I, that's the one thing i'm not the biggest fan of the zoro part yeah that's that i agree i feel like um, i think zoro did his thing in this arc like he he did his fucking thing he was in the kaido fight he 
Pete King, like, I just, I feel like he did enough, you know? And he's down for the fucking count. This nigga is about to die. I don't think there's much he can do that I will feel like, oh, wow, Zoro got up from that? That makes a lot of sense, you know? And and it's going to continue to fight? Nah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really buy that is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, I just... I, I do agree with Cali, though, that it could be, a lot of stuff could be figured out later on, though, too. Yeah, but I do a think lot, more yeah, not a, lot of, a lot of stuff could. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not swinging either way or, or I'm just providing a, a, a devil's advocate argument. 100%, 100%. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's appreciated just, for sure. So, so where do you guys have it in the, in the, on the list, then? I don't know. Cali's, Cali's, Cali's making a new tier. I'm kind of interested in what he's about to say. This? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. I think it's the only way to put it, bro. I, I we just gotta see what's up, bro. I don't think we can. It's too, it's too much in both ways, bro. To yeah. Figure it out, bro. Yeah. Either, either, either more. Just like at the end of this, more will just be the goat, like you know, or niggas will lose a little bit of credibility for some people. Uh, it's like yeah, this, theory, yeah, well, this theory alone is like an episode worthy for the podcast. So like this kind of. Kind of a yeah. lot to go over in we a couple could, minutes. We could someday go into the weeds of this theory and like it, assuming that it doesn't end with this chapter, because I swear Kaido goes down for the count. The, this next chapter, it's, it's over for this thing of Morge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have they're gonna have his head on a pike, fam. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been advocating for it crazy, right? Yeah, no, it's it's his whole brand, bro. Yeah, like, I think, uh, Strahd brought it up. This guy, Grand Line Review, made a whole video on his second channel about how much that theory propelled him a bit forward and how it became his his flagship, right? Um, yeah, and it's, it's like his, every every stream he does, niggas get in the stream and say this stream will fail, like or the audio will fail. Or yeah, right. there's like videos, there's like mean <laughs> videos on YouTube of like every time Moore said the raid will fail, and it's just clipped. To all hell of him yeah. saying the ray will fail, the ray will fail, the ray will fail, the ray will like this shit is crazy. It's got to be down. So yeah, uh, I guess that theory. Yeah, I guess we just gotta wait and see, man. Well, we will, man. Um, we will. So I think that wraps it up for the theories, man. I appreciate you guys voting. It was super fun to make them. It was a fun time thinking about everything and uh, uh, putting it all together. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's definitely appreciated. Maybe um another break we can we can definitely get through the rest of these. We definitely still got, we got the there's some scrub ones, honestly. Yeah. The ones we did are some scrub ones, honestly. Like <laughs> just to fill out to fill out the yeah, I feel yeah, like. we can do it another time. So yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Yeah, this is definitely mad. Yeah, it was definitely mad fun. This is definitely enjoyable. Um I that does it for uh, this week's episode though, right? Uh yes, yeah. Sir. Next week uh, episode twenty. Next week is episode 20. 20 episodes in, baby. We've been doing this shit for a minute. We might have a few things lined up. We got, away. Maybe, we maybe got, we got some special stuff lined up for you guys something, next something, week. Something. So we need you guys to make sure you tune in on Twitch next week to make sure you guys are here for all the surprises that we have lined up for our 20th episode. Appreciate all you guys rocking with us, all right? Um, that does it for this episode. Uh, Till next time, guys. Y'all take it easy. Be safe, be healthy. We will see y'all when we see y'all. Take it easy, guys. Later, guys. Peace. Peace, 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 peace. Oh, yeah. I'm good shit. That was fun. <laughs>